Jess, in the last episode, when we were recapping the year, you mentioned you took some W's, you took some L's, and you learned from it. You are starting 2022 with perhaps the biggest W a person can have. You won a fantasy football championship. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. This is... Thank you. Speech, 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 speech. Listen, um, just in case the podcast listeners do not know, we are actually recording in front of a live audience today. Yeah. And, you know, um, thank you, everybody. It's this, all your loved ones all gathered in a room. <laughs> this is the happiest day of my life. You know, some people would say it would be the day you're married, the day that you had a firstborn. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, my wife and my child, but this is the happiest. Oh, man, that's going to get me in trouble later on. That's all right. <laughs> that joke was worth it. But, yeah, it's seven years in the making. You know, who's counting besides me? But I did it. I did it. And Harrison's it. not on today because... He didn't do it. He's he's dodging. He's dodging a little. Uh, you know, both of you guys were in the championships uh, for the two leagues that we are in. If you don't like hearing about fantasy football, just mind us. Entertain us for these next 10 minutes or so. It's a big deal, guys. And, um, you know, there was a possibility that both of you guys could have gotten your first championships and then, you know, been here taking your victory laps. You pulled it off. And he unfortunately fell a little short, but Harry, you know, Harry, come on, bro. You've been playing for like three years. Like it's okay. You're, you'll get it eventually, but yours uh, was long overdue. It, it definitely was. And, and Harry, I'll give him his kudos. His first year actually in that league. Um, for those people that don't watch football or play fantasy football, like somebody once told me, it was like, they're like fantasy football is dungeons and dragons for jocks. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> like, what the fuck is Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> no, I'm not a jock, but um, but you know, it's it's a fun little thing, dude. So, fantasy football. I think the easiest way to break it down is, you know, it's a way to kind of make the other football games entertaining, right? Wouldn't you say that? One hundred percent. Growing up, I used to just watch Forty ers games and. You know, like that, that's all it was. And when you're, when you start playing fantasy football, you, you kind you, it's kind of the same thing as gambling. Like, you know, if you have some action on a game or you have some money on a game, you're going to be a little bit more invested. So that's kind of how fantasy is, but it does take skill. It's not like something that's just dumb luck and stuff like that. And it takes skill and a tremendous amount of luck. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. And, and it was my Sunday. And, you know, that was the thing with Harry. The week before, he put up, like, damn near 200 points. And I tried to tell him, like, Harry, you blew your wad a little too <laughs> soon. And he's like, that sounds kind of weird. I was like, all right. You know, but and that's ultimately what happened. But, man, like, does it, how much, like, can you describe the moment for me the night that it happened? I know you guys kind of went out and celebrated a little bit that night, too. So, that night, I didn't want to take it until... I knew for certain, and then I remember um, a couple of our other friends that won too, Ron and Shempy, shout out. They're like, bro, you won. 
And I was like, nah, I, I gotta be just sure, just just in case Aaron Jones puts up like fifty points in a half. <laughs> in a half of football, yeah. But um Devontae Adams, man. Devontae Adams. Whoever has that man ends up winning a fucking championship. I think Ron had him last year. Um I think I think Shampy had him and I had him. Yeah, Devontae there's always Adams. like a overall kind of you know, it's it's not a gigantic coincidence when, like, you know, I think they do this with fantasy. They kind of look at, like, hey, how many percent of the winners had this certain player or that certain player? I'm sure, like, a lot of the teams that ended up winning it had a Cooper Cup, a Jonathan Taylor, a Devontae Adams. A Rashad and, Penny. Rashad, okay. Let's talk a little bit about him. Because you guys are bonded now. Yes. And the fact that he's a Seahawks player. You know. But it's all right. That's all right. I'll let it fly. He made up for Tyler Lockett. Did you do the? Did you do the? Did you do the Andy Reid celebration where after the Super Bowl he's like, "I ate a double cheeseburger and went to sleep." No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think that's a su- I think that's just probably like a regular thing Andy Reid does. <laughs> I don't think that's like a Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like, all right, Andy, <laughs> we better cherish you while we. What have happened? You. We keep what happened today, guys. Andy? I was at a funeral, and then I went home, and I ate a double cheeseburger, and I went to sleep. <laughs> oh, okay. Andy, what did you do today? It's it's Monday. Oh well, you know, I I ate a double cheeseburger, and I went to sleep. <laughs> Speaking of coaches, man, um, thank you for um. You know all all your kudos and your congratulations. I know this was this is this was a big team W because everybody knows how much I wanted this and how miserable I would have been had I lost. This was kind of oh. like everybody didn't want to pick up the pieces, so they were like rooting for yeah. me, like just let them fucking win. And God, please, please <laughs> let this be the year. <laughs> and it was the year, so it, it was good. It felt great. It 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 was nice. It was I, I get it. It's fantasy, but. For those of the people that don't play, they they wouldn't get it, I think. So you have to play it and know it. But um, while we're on football and while we're on coaches, man, there was a big, big thing. And I'm going to let you lead in on this because you know more that happened in football, you know, besides me winning. It was Antonio Brown. So the NFL has been very, like, you know, like how there was a couple years there where the NFL, like the players, would just do crazy things. Domestic abuse was a big thing, and it was just like, God damn, like what's wrong with these guys? Why can't they get it, like get it right? And then there was a couple years there, a few years in between, where it's like, all right, cool, we haven't had anything crazy, but this year has been pretty crazy so far, you know, with the Henry Ruggs thing, and then 2022, like, just you know, we're we're a few days into this year. And even if you're not a football fan or a sports fan, I think this is just an entertaining story just because of all the drama that's involved. So there's a little bit of there's a little bit of entertainment in here. I remember watching it live. I was working Sunday, but I was taking my break and you know, when it's my break I put on red zone on my phone and try to like watch a little bit of football and it was like, What is happening? Like they were showing the Bucks game and I saw it live Antonio Brown, they just show him on the sideline. He takes off his jersey, takes off his shirt, his gloves, and is just jogging off the field. And then I remember Scott Hansen was like, that is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And so he just up and dipped out on the team. The Bucks ended up coming back and beating the Jets. There was a lot of memes and stuff that came out. And then we were all kind of like, what happened? I think like Bruce Arians like 
you know, he's out, he's out, he's 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 cut, he's no longer a buck, is I think what he said, in a post game. And then Tom Brady was actually kind of supportive, and he's like, you know, he's no longer with us, but I just hope he gets right, and blah 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 blah. And um, and then like, this happened Sunday, but it, every single day there's been something new trickling out, and it's gotten wilder and wilder and wilder. And I think it was either Monday or Tuesday, I forgot. I saw on Schefter's uh, Twitter, Antonio Brown released this like two-page long statement from his with his attorney, and it was saying how, you know, basically Antonio was saying like, hey, like I was injured, and I had an ankle injury, and the coach said to me, like, you know, get in there, and I told him, coach, I can't play, I'm hurt, and he said that. He put his like finger across his neck and was like, you're out, like get the fuck out. And he said, so, you know, I left. So that was his side of the story. He said he went to the hospital, got an MRI on Monday. It was reviewed by two doctors and he had like, he had like a torn tendon, his bone, like, you know, like he had like micro fractures or something like that. Again, I'm paraphrasing. You could go check it out if you're really that interested in it. And um, so it was what he was saying is like my ankle was severely injured. He played the week prior, but this could be like a lingering ankle injury or whatever. So his side was, I was hurt. They told me to play. They had shot me up with pain medicine. And when I said I couldn't go, instead of calling the medical or whatever, they told me you're out. So I dipped out. And, you know, he left the he left there. And then supposedly he went and saw these two doctors. And then he said that the Bucks were like making him a doctor's appointment with the doctor in New York, who was like a junior doctor or whatever, is that's what his words were, and uh, he said, "Junior doctor." It's like, uh, what was um, fucking Neil Patrick Harris says, Dewey, <laughs> Doogie Howser? <laughs> yeah, a junior doctor. So, huh? Yeah, so he's like, you know, he was in like a senior level or whatever. He was like a, he was below the like the two doctors that I saw had more experience or whatever. So then the doctor they were trying to schedule me with. So he didn't go to his appointment, and he said it was already reviewed by two of those doctors. They confirmed that I was injured, and then, like, the next day... So his biggest thing was, like, hey, they tried to force me to play hurt, and I said no, and then that was his side of the story. And then I think the next night he was at, like, the Nets game courtside. The same day that on Sunday that he stormed off like this, like, a few hours later, he posted, like, a picture on Twitter... And then he released a single. Did you listen to it? No. And, yeah, so he released a single. And, you know, then then, then came the statement. And then Bruce Aaron, he said his side of the story. So I'm going to lay it all out for you, Jess, because I think you haven't been keeping us up to I saw the Bruce Arians post-interview interview. Okay. Or... So what did you – so, Co- you know, Coach was saying, like, hey, he was playing with this personnel package the whole game, and he was upset at halftime that he wasn't getting the looks. And then – we they called calmed his him down during halftime. Yeah, yeah. The player, he said, the players calmed him down during halftime. Um, that you, they called the personnel package in the third quarter, and he said, "I'm not going." And he's like, "I went up to him." He he like brushed off one of the coaches. He's like, "I went up to him." He's like, "You know, like what's going on?" He's like, "I'm not going in. I'm not getting the ball, and I'm not going to play." And then that's when Bruce Arians said he told him like, "You're done. Like get the fuck out of here." So that was Bruce Arians' side of the story. So so far with all of this. It was still pretty – it's crazy, but it's still kind of rash up until this point. What were your thoughts leading up to this? Did you watch that live with him storming off, or did you see it afterwards? I saw it afterwards. It was, 
the last thing I the last time I remember something like this happened, I think it was a Bills player, maybe, that like left after halftime, just quit. That was like maybe last season or the season before. I can't remember. Now that you mention it, I kind of brief like I kind of was a like, defensive player, I think. Yeah, and he just like retired at halftime or something. But for Antonio Brown, so I think my my biggest thing is it's it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf, and. You look at it and you're like, yeah, well, yeah, that sounds like AB. And AB had his chance. He got a Super Bowl ring. He got to be a, and he could have, who knows, perhaps he could have got a chance to repeat. But I think that's kind of his character. He did the same stuff in Pittsburgh. He went to the Raiders and pulled the same shit. He never played played for for him. Uh, Pulled a whole stunt on free, made a fucking video jumping into a pool, and then. This is just classic then, then remember, Antonio then, Brown. Then he went to the Patriots for a game. That he Did played he go, at one yes, game so against Miami. And then I think somebody was alleging sexual assault against him, and he threatened them, and then the Pats cut him, and then that's when he ended up in Tampa Bay eventually. And, yeah, he, he won a Super Bowl last season with them, like you said. So how many coaches could be wrong and how many teams could be wrong before Antonio Brown has to look at himself in the mirror and be like, hey, maybe I'm the asshole. And, listen, I don't know what's going on with his leg. But if so, he was jumping around and doing all that shit, and if everything they're saying about what he was doing at halftime and his main thing was not getting the ball, then I don't know, man. Um, but now he'll have plenty of time to release more singles. So there's that. A single didn't sound half bad. His I, I did not listen to it. Well, good for him. Because I don't think a football team's going to be picking him up anytime soon. He's yeah, gone so unclaimed. Yeah, yeah, as we're recording this today, he cleared waivers and wasn't picked up. You want to listen to the single? Fine. Go for it. It's like half of the song is just somebody... Yeah, this is AB. Yeah, it's AB. Doesn't sound half bad, right? It does not. I stand corrected. Fuck it, bro. You don't ever need to play football again. Just get on a fucking mic with Kanye. And you, you so, could headline fucking Coachella. So, yeah, no, his voice doesn't sound half bad. No, it does not. Um, you sound genuinely surprised. It, I, I am. That was fucking good. Have you ever heard, like, <laughs> sports people try to, like, fucking rap and say, like, you know, Drake had a lyric where he goes, um, you know, us and, like, ballers are synonymous because they want to be like, we want to be like them and they want to be like us. You know, they want to be rappers and stuff. And as a Lakers fan, so, I've heard Shaq rap. So this is this was actually it was fresh. I like it. So him or Dame Lillard. Have you heard Damien rap? Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I, I think Dame is a, like a respected rapper. So I don't think it's fair. I think Dame's released like multiple like he albums has, and stuff. Has, yeah, right. so let's not let's not disrespect Dame Lillard on 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 the show here. But um, yeah. So so now so far, what we had gotten was his side of the story was I was hurt, 
And then the team side of the story was like, he didn't even like ask the medical, like the medical like personnel that like, Hey, I'm hurt. Look at me or anything. He was cleared to play. And, um, he was upset that he wasn't getting the touches. And then there was also kind of a little bit of information coming out that he was kind of upset about his contract, that he didn't have like a guaranteed contract. He had incentives and he was actually just, I think like eight catches away from getting like 300 and something, 300 grand, another couple touchdowns away from getting like another 300 grand. It's like in, in incentives, he could have possibly gotten like a million additional. And so this is so so far the drama that's coming out, you know, that's came out in the last like early part of the week and then came out that he had snuck in an OnlyFans like person into his room. COVID protocols are very strict right now with these teams. And he broke that by sneaking in uh OnlyFans girl into his room. Let me look up what her name is, but it's funny because everybody that reported on it's for her, research purposes, Gogan's gonna make it is research purposes, and he's gonna I'm using the miles apart OnlyFans account <laughs> that that I've made using our company Cardjust for research purposes. Uh, so her name was, oh, it doesn't say her name in here. It is what the hell? Where'd it go? Uh, Ava Luis or Luis or whatever. And it's funny because apparently like in the past, she licked a toilet seat on an airplane. So like every article that's being posted, it has to include that. Fuck. Yeah. So he snuck her into his room and they banged. And I'm not just, that's not accusations. She licked a toilet seat? She licked a toilet seat. At first I was like, I don't know. I was like, why why, why do people keep bringing that up? But then I was like, if you're going to lick a toilet seat, that's something that's going to. So nothing's off limits at that point, right? Yeah. On an airplane? So, on an airplane, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm disgusted. Yeah, so he so he snuck her into the room. They, you know, hooked up. And then the report was that he was telling her, oh, wait till you see what I do tomorrow. Wait till you see what I do tomorrow. They're going to see tomorrow. So, you know, you could take that as in he's saying, like, I'm going to score a few touchdowns. I'm going to have a big game. Or do you take that as this was all kind of premeditated? It seems like this might all be pre. So, I don't know if he needed the money, or if he. So, if if he gets those catches and if he gets those touchdowns that you're talking about, does he get that right away? How, see, I don't know how contracts work. Yeah. So, like, it's it gets it, that. So he. So, what else has come out is that he was upset that his contract wasn't fully guaranteed. He had this kind of incentive-based contract, and apparently, what him and his agent had done like or kind of spoken to the GM like last week or something about like hey make the rest of the contract fully guaranteed and it's like why would the team do that a you've already signed this contract b you were coming off an injury and then remember the whole fake covid vaccine card you're right that was this year and he served a three game suspension like why would they why would they be like yeah sure ab so we haven't done photo of the week right so AB yeah. is definitely the food of the week, right? January is the first food of the week of 2022. There you go. There you go, AB. You are the food of the week. Congratulations. And so this lady, uh, she went on kind of like a tirade on her Instagram, posting on the stories about, you know, 
the stuff that happened and how she snuck in there and everything like that. And then she also posted a positive COVID test and said, hey, Tampa Bay, test all your players. Oh. I didn't have to, like, it gets crazier and crazier. Do you think that's real? I don't know. I don't know. I think she, like, followed Devin Booker or something on Instagram and then, like, posted a screenshot of that, like, the NBA next. It's like, Jesus. Like, well, you know, she's enjoying her, like, five minutes of fame. But, but like, and then and then today Listen, he if was. Listen, if you're going to fucking fuck somebody who licks toilet seats, I'm just, you know, at that point, like. This lady, I just looked her up real fast. It looks like she's been disowned by her grandmother. She's not invited to family gatherings. That's the first article that came up. Hey, Granny is not happy with her behavior. Shame on you. <laughs> and yeah, and then today he was on the Full Send podcast with the Nelk Boys, I believe that's what it is. And kudos to them. Fucking AB's like like the most popular person right now. They got him on the podcast, so I can't imagine. Like, can only imagine like how big that pod's gonna be, but. I sent you I sent you some of the quotes. Like what did you think about the quotes? He's kind of talking shit about Brady now. Yeah. So it, it comes down to what I think I said earlier like how many times are you going to have dis- okay. So let's see. I think what's a good comparison is if I was trying to rack my mind of that too like what's the comp here? Here. here. So if I walk out of my house say in my car, right? And and I'm kind of known for this. And I go in and I get in like seven, eight different car wrecks, right? And then Jeez. I come back home and I say, man, these motherfuckers don't know how to drive out there. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> You've got to like, after your like seventh or eighth car wreck, you've kind of got to be like, there must be a uh, common denominator here. And yeah, the common like, denominator not, must be me. It's not just a gigantic coincidence. Right. So, AB, it's not a fucking gigantic coincidence that you cannot get along with coaches, teammates, players. Big Ben, like, uh, Derek. I think, like, pe- people on Twitter were like, God bless, like, Mike Tomlin for putting up for with him. For real. Like, people used to say how Mike da- Tomlin, like, couldn't control A.B. and fucking um, uh, Le'Veon Bell. And... Mike Tomlin's doing fine without both of them. Where are both of those people now? Who, is, is Le'Veon Bell still in the NFL? He's on the Bucks, actually. Oh, I didn't they know just, that. They had just picked him up after uh, Fournette. I would cut him just there. to fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, but, though. It's mm-hmm. like, kudos to Mike Tomlin, man. How, how he kept all those personalities together for as long as he did. Like, And you know what? Kudos to Bruce Arians. Look, the biggest thing with Tom is, right, and Tom's been, like, this whole team-first approach player from the beginning. And I think Tom's biggest thing is he wants to win, but he's a genuinely nice guy. So Tom doesn't control. He's not the GM. I get your fucking quotes, but he's not the GM, bro. He doesn't control all that. He takes pay cuts. That's a known thing for Tom. He convinced uh, Gronk to come out of retirement. Like, Tom's biggest thing is he just wants to play football and he wants to win. So if you think you can throw shade at Tom Brady, who is arguably the greatest of all time. Oh, it's not it's not arguably anymore, Doc. It's not. Let's just yeah, he's the Wayne Gretzky of fucking football. 
you know. So, or he's just a Tom Brady of football. Let's just go with that. But yeah, man, I think AB's fighting a losing battle here because so far it looks like in the public court of opinion, I guess. I I just don't see how you can defend this man. Yeah. So the sympathy that he had kind of was gath- garnering after he released his statement. You know, after he released a statement, people were like, hey, you know, like, maybe there is more to this. Like, they were forcing him to play hurt and stuff. Bruce, They were kind of pointing out how Bruce Arings kind of has, like, a history of his players playing hurt in the past. And he squandered all that by this past week of his behavior. And so apparently he's got a Netflix series coming out. And, you know, so this might be kind of publicity related to that. And I think Brooks Kepka uh, posted on Twitter like on Sunday, and then everybody just started posting the same fucking thing. But I think Brooks Brooks Kepka was the one of the first. He's like, I have a feeling AB is gonna be boxing one of the Paul brothers, you know, by the end God of the year or something. Damn it! <laughs> and I good don't for think them, that's man. The case. I hope he does. Nobody gets in that. I, I don't kidding. think he would. I, I don't. I, I don't think that's going to happen because Logan Paul. I, I don't. Don't. Don't ask me why I follow or why I'm so up to date on the Paul brothers. Okay, but Logan Paul just retired from boxing recently, and um, Jake. I don't think Jake would box him because it's like the biggest knock against Jake this whole time has been like he's not boxing genuine boxers. Like, yeah, if it was Nate Robinson and then Antonio Brown, it makes sense. But he's bought. He's boxed two UFC guys. And he's going to continue to box, like, fighters because trying to get more credibility. It wouldn't make any sense for him to box Antonio Brown. That's actually going to be a step in the wrong direction of, like, hey, you're going back to being, like, a gimmicky person. So I don't think that happens. This has just kind of been, like, a weird week for the NFL, right? Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about the story that just dropped today with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, go for it. So um, I think it was on Boomer Esiason or something like his uh, his show. Like he he had a source text him saying, essentially, again, I'm going to paraphrase here that they're hearing from like Aaron Rodgers, like close circle that if the Packers make it to the Super Bowl, that Aaron Rodgers would threaten to boycott the Super Bowl, threaten not to play unless the NFL changed their, like, COVID protocols. So, Aaron Rodgers actually responded to this on Twitter. Okay. And he said, um, he told Jordan Love to be ready. He put this in air quotes. And then he wrote, hashtag, direct circle, hashtag, dumbest fucking story ever, hashtag, fake news, Hashtag boycott fake news. Hashtag boycott bums. Hashtag boycott shoes. Hashtag boycott waterfalls. Hashtag boycott a J smoking cigars. Hashtag boycott LaFleur brows. Hashtag boycott Gucci's. What the fuck is that? G-U-T-C-H-I-E-S. I don't... I, I don't. Anyways... It seems like Rogers is um, Rogers. The news arrived just days after Rogers blasted NFL MVP Potter and Chicago sports hub writer uh, Hub 
Arkush for saying he wouldn't vote for the Packers QB because he's a jerk and a bad guy. I think he's a bum, Rogers told reporters on Wednesday. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knows who he was probably until yesterday's comments. So I don't know if he's still talking about the guy that like leaked this stuff, but no, I think he was talking about the guy that said I'm not voting for Rogers because oh, he's a bad guy. Yeah. But then today he responded back to all of this other claims about Boomer Eisen and you know. So as you can see from the hashtags, he is refuting. Oh, I sounds like a non-story then. It is. It sounds all like right. it. I did see him get um, ragged on by Eli Manning the other day. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, he was on the Manning cast, right? He was on the Manning cast, and Eli Rodgers goes. Hey, yeah, he was talking about his touchdown and his good game. He goes, look, that's right after you faked that toe injury. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love the Manning cast. <laughs> I do too, man. It's it's really entertaining. Like, And then I like I think that they they don't need to have a guest like every quarter because like, when they're just bullshitting back and forth, it's pretty entertaining. Did you see, since you saw that, like I'm sure you might have seen this too, like Snoop Dogg was on there? Yeah, he was. That's <laughs> He gifted Eli like a death row fucking chain. <laughs> Dude, I love Snoop, man. Like, and oh, you know, I, I think where where a lot of this comes from is they did ask, they did ask um, Aaron Rodgers on the media. Uh, the, you know, they asked um, how he feels about playing or whatever, how he's gonna following this season. I think, and then. Um, is future and he said the grass is greener where you water it so that basically means you know he either wants to get taken care of better and i don't know if he essentially wants to get paid better i don't know what his contract details are but it might be in i don't know if he'll be back next year i i don't think he'll be back with the packers yeah that's what i meant yeah so we'll we'll see so i think maybe Um, that's where this comes from but I, I think if they were in the Super Bowl, I if I was a betting man, I would be willing to bet that he will play in the Super Bowl. And I don't think he'll do that. Yeah. Because anything... Sounds like a non-story. Yeah. And I think that's going to wrap it up for the sports uh, part of it. Uh, we did see... We're, we're a little behind. Uh, but we have seen Book of Boba Fett, uh, the first episode. And... We're just going to talk a couple minutes here at the end before we end the show. And, yeah, there wasn't much to talk about this week, guys. So, you know, the short uh, the show might be a little shorter. But um, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. So you saw it last night. So yeah. it's probably fresher in your mind than mine. What so it takes think? off, like, right away with the Sarlacc pit and all that stuff. Um, it was cool. I so mean, I, I I thought they could have done more with yeah. the, his escape from the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, that was kind of pretty predictable, I guess. Or not predictable, but what's the better word for it? It was just like he wakes up, steals some oxygen, flamethrower, and then next thing you know, is a hand. Generic, I think. Yeah. Right? That's the word I'm looking for. I don't know, man. I wouldn't call it Star Wars fatigue because I don't think it's Star Wars fatigue. I just think I think, I think after Mandalorian... Um, that first episode of the Mandalorian, I think, kind of was just like, you're in, and I and I would hate to judge this after just watching one episode. So, it's kind of like the same thing with Hawkeye. I'm not. I we I haven't finished it. I don't know if you have. 
I haven't. I'm sorry, guys. But, you know, I shouldn't even be apologizing for that. It's just, you know, back in my day, the pilot of the show dug its hooks into you. And when it ended, you're like, I want more. This hasn't necessarily done that. Mandalorian, after, after it ended, I was like, oh, I can't wait till the next episode, the next episode, the next episode. There wasn't much that happened in this episode. Like, they show you some of his history of how he escaped and then i just got very thirsty watching this the first episode did you because just seeing how he's like just getting dried up in the desert (laughs) like you know they got his he got the armor stolen was a captive killed some fucking monster and then and then you know in real time he's taking over for jabba or i forgot the guy who was a success for jabba that he killed in that post credit scene, but he's like, I'm a rule with respect. And so they're kind of going around the town. So they're not on Tatooine, right? This is some other place. I, I, I get my lure with star Wars kind of confused. Um, I think at the end when he's taking over, that is a Tatooine. Mm, okay. Cause they go yeah. to the cantina. Remember? Yeah. And it just looked a little different, but then, yeah. So, you know, they're like, he's like, Hey, I'm the guy. Everybody was giving us their offerings and stuff. And then, like, it was funny. Like, you know, those those pig guys, the bodyguards, they're like, hey, like, we captured them. They wouldn't surrender even though, like, the people, like, you know, like, their masters are dead. They still wouldn't surrender. And then he's like, if I spare your lives, will you, you know, pledge your loyal to me? And Fennec Chan's like, I don't think that's a good idea. It's like, Why is that not a good idea? Like, these guys wouldn't surrender even though their masters weren't there the shows are super loyal like why is that not a good idea to have them plot device and then yeah but you know granted like towards the end when they're walking away from that casino thing they get attacked and initially the bodyguards are nowhere to be found like he gets electrocuted a couple times and like, take me back to my BAFTA fucking hyperbaric chamber thing or tank, BAFTA tank or whatever. And again, dude, it was pretty underwhelming. What did you think? No, I kind of feel the same way. I felt like it was, it, it was cool to watch, but the thing about Mandalorian was it wasn't not, it wasn't just that it was aesthetically pleasing. I think the Mandalorian had some intriguing storylines so far with this. I, I mean, what's the end game? And I guess I'm one episode in, but I mean, I think, I don't know. What were we expecting with the Boba Fett show? I honestly wasn't expecting much, really. Like, I thought he, you know, Boba Fett, his whole story, he's always just been a background character. I think what and made him cool was the mystery. Yeah. So 100%. now if you, now if you kind of explore the mystery and make him non-mysterious, he kind of just becomes a normal so it's kind of like he's another Mando, kind of. He's another, not not he's exactly not. He's another a clone. Mando. He's a clone, but you know, he's kind of like just. I feel like, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like if you if you if you lift that veil of mystery from him and you kind of give him all this backstory and stuff like that, then it's kind of just like, because it was just like he's a badass and you don't know his story and that's what made him so intriguing in the Mandalorian. He just showed up and kicked ass. Are we having some fatigue though? Like we might be. I think so, because, like, I still haven't caught up on Hawkeye, and even for this one, like, 
haven't watched episode two yet. I'm go- I'm planning on it. I've just been very busy now, dude. And I think you know you have too. So I think uh, I've been watching Dexter New Blood. Like I don't think you, you said you never really watched Dexter. Like if any of, if anybody's a Dexter fan out there uh, on Showtime, they I think they're calling it a mini series. I think it's gonna be like ten parts or whatever. I think episode nine just dropped a few days ago, and I had never watched the original Dexter. My wife's a huge fan of that. And she introduced it to me. And that thing, like a good fucking pilot does, it, like, dug its, like, hooks into me. And I've been watching it, like, on a weekly basis. Whenever the new episode drops, we watch it. And it's pretty well done and has been very interesting. So, you know, if if you guys are looking to watch a new show, uh, Dexter New Blood is out there, especially if you're a fan of Dexter. And then um, I was talking to Harry a little bit about it. He, uh, Cobra Kai, I think season four just dropped on Netflix. And he said he binged the whole thing. So hopefully if we're able to get him back on the show next week, uh, he could kind of give us the cliff notes of that. And I think we'll catch up on Boba Fett. And yeah, um, we maybe have to. we can give it a better. To me, it was it like, don't get me wrong. If I were to rate it, I'd probably say it was probably like a 7 out of 10, 7.5. If I'm going to be generous. It's, it, also, it's cool. Like, they, like the look, like you said, you know, like the look of it, it's just like the look of it is like Mando, which is cool. Like that part of star Wars is really cool. Like, you know, and it is nice to have that back. I think we're getting a little spoiled here. Might be, might be. Um, I, I think it was just a plot and it's kind of just like, uh, it's more set up. Like, Hey, we got this mystery. Like who, who's this mayor person or whatever, you know, that they sh- like, like his representative went there and was like, Hey, you're supposed to give us something like we're not giving you anything. And then yes, they're planting the seeds, but it just didn't come off very interesting. Hopefully it'll pick up. I, I heard uh, in defense of Hawkeye, I heard Hawkeye gets amazing. So yeah, I've heard nothing about good things about Hawkeye, yeah. but I think, I think at this point we're like five, six episodes behind and it's just kind of daunting to catch up on it. Yeah. I'll catch up. I, I, I have this weekend off. So I will try to fucking binge you Hawkeye. You promised this in the past too, you son of a bitch. I like, know, I know. We'll catch up, and then. but it's Hawk. Like I'm, goddamn it! Like why, why, why do I have to be the most uninteresting character in Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> but let's see, man. Um, I think that's gonna do it for the show. You know, you guys, first show of 2022. So, you know, we're we're gonna try to keep it on schedule this year, and we love making the show, and oh. we're really hoping that. Oh, go ahead. Oh. I just, just, just for, for people that are following um, the whole Kim Kanye thing, uh, Kim Kardashian has unfollowed Miley Cyrus after she did something with, she did like a special with Pete Davidson. New Year's special, I think. It yeah, was. no, she no longer follows Miley Cyrus, just in case anybody was. And also Jersey Shore is coming back with another season. We're not doing, yeah, we're not doing We're not going to watch any of that, but we what got, you the know what? hell? <laughs> you know, we got, I think we got to start thinking of like catchier titles for our podcast, like episode names to get more clicks. You think we shouldn't like name this one like Antonio Brown was right or something or like why we think Antonio Brown was right just to get a couple more clicks, make it a little bit more clickbaity. What do you think? I agree. I agree. Like Antonio Brown is the goat i don't i don't know Some, something just um bruce arians bruce I, arians by the way coaching on a, like a partially torn achilles is he yeah good for him is he out there on the field 
and all the sidelines. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of tearing things, fucking Adam Schefter tore his meniscus. Doing How? Like the gritty. Yeah, I think he, he said he, he might have torn it during the gritty. You know that new dance that everybody's doing? No. I do Jamar not. Chase does it. I think the first time I saw it done in the NFL was Justin Jefferson. So, uh, so, damn, man, I hate that. I hate that about getting older. So, so at one point, you just get old where you just do a dance and you tear something. Yeah, like you remember like when we were younger, you'd go work out, you'd play a sport, don't even stretch, nothing, and then you're fine. Now it's like you wake up sore. And it's like, what the hell? I, I don't remember doing anything. It's like I just slept wrong, and you wake up sore from that. <laughs> like It's a beautiful thing, man. Antonio Brown is the second coming. How's that? Of what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll let people figure it out. <laughs> yeah, listen to figure it out. Um, that's going to do it for this first episode of 2022. Thank you guys so much. We're Jess, we are approaching episode 50. I think that's a pretty big milestone. It is. It is. Um, we appreciate all of you guys. It's been it's been a hell of a ride. So uh, we are all, Goggin, especially myself, Harry, it means a lot to us for anybody that likes, listens, subscribes, shares. And even if you don't subscribe, share, listen, or whatever. I mean, no, if you listen, sorry. I take the listen part back. You have to listen. <laughs> but just listening, you know. This is kind of more of a hobby. We all take set aside time for this. And sometimes schedules don't match up and stuff like that. That's why Harrison's not on this week. But it just... um we do it because it's fun and we hope you guys have fun listening to us and I hope we're informative or at least give you guys a laugh. Cause I've heard that from some people, Susan, she said she cracks up. That's the biggest thing we're trying to do. We're just trying to make you laugh. You know, hopefully we, this stupid thing that we do, uh, lightens up your day. It's a little bit of an escape. Listen to us while you're working, working out, commuting, anything like that, just a little bit of a distraction and our banter puts a smile on your face. That's all we're looking to do here. And a couple new things. Uh, I think, Jess, uh, you, sa- you, you, you sent this to me the other day. Uh, we might have a, we might be making another Punjabi podcast soon. Diljit's got an EP that's dropping. Yes, he's got an EP. And, and the track list is all emojis. Emojis. So that'll be interesting. I think he has a peach emoji. D- does he know what that means? We'll I hope find he knows, out. I hope he knows. Like, what is this song gonna be about? I'm, I am, um, I'm intrigued. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, this year we're also trying to do some like, trailer. <laughs> no, not the eggplant emoji. <laughs> <laughs> this year we're gonna be trying to do some uh, trailer reactions on YouTube, and then also some like music video reactions as well. So you know, just trying to expand the show. Expand big the things coming. Big things coming. Stay tuned, guys. Can you, can you please have your wife listen? And, like, we've significantly improved our audio quality since she made that comment. Yes. I can't, I can't force her to, but yes. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Miles of Bar Podcast. Uh, Miles of Bar Pod on Twitter. Uh, Miles underscore pod, apart underscore podcast on Instagram. You know, uh, check us out there. Jess is posting things on the daily. Um, really cool memes and stuff like that. Uh, Miles Apart Productions on TikTok. We mostly just post clips there for now. And then YouTube. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Nothing up yet, but hopefully we'll be looking. We're going to shoot uh, Harry out of a cannon. 
mm-hmm. as soon as we get it up and running. It's going to be like jackass, but yeah. instead of Miles, all of us, we're Miles just going to make Harry do this ridiculous. On, on YouTube mm-hmm. as well. Uh, thank you guys There's for gonna listening. There's going to be a new jackass movie too. There is so much happening this year. Yeah. So, you know, more, more to come. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Until next week, this is Jess and Guggen. We miss you, Harry. Signing off. Bye-bye.